0: All right, welcome all. This is the LDM Perspective Podcast. This is our 50th episode. Um, I'm on a Zoom video link um, with a few guests, hosts. Everyone wants to introduce themselves? To, to my left or to my right? Who
1: have I got? I don't think we know where your left and right is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ali. Mm. Yeah, I'm Mo.
2: I'm Kojo.
0: Yeah, and you have also got um, a guest as well, Edward. I said your name, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> hey
3: boy. <laughs> What's
4: up, Mister Ade? Yeah, hey. oh, Edward.
3: Yeah.
0: Don't worry, can, don't worry, I can cut that bit out. It's fine. It's fine.
3: Yeah. Oh,
0: no, cool. Alright, cool. Yeah. So, so Mister Ade, and. Um, we to have, we might have a few other guests that might um dip in um to the conversation while this all takes place. We've also got um um a silent asylum partner in, in the um conversation, Dwayne. Um but um d- well, a
2: half of away. Wait, no I might yeah. be I'm in and out, I'm doing stuff, washing clothes, cooking and all sorts, bro. Yeah. Dude, I'm only messing
0: with you, bro. Don't bad me. Come, 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 come. All right, cool. So this this conversation today really is just um is basically speaking about um so basically we've all we we having a discussion about growing up back in the day, um and sort of how that links into sort of um Blue Story. So we've all like had watched the Blue Story movie and. I guess there are themes in the movie that sort of take us back to our upbringing and growing up um, and, and sort of wanted to sort of just have a discussion about the themes around that and just sort of how that links into how we grew up and how that's moulded us into characters that we are today. Um, I guess we could start off by saying, has everyone seen Blue Story movie?
3: Yeah.
5: What do you think of it, Ali? Uh, it's quite interesting. Um it's got quite a lot of the di- dilemma and but a bit of twist on it. I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen ha- happening, but it kind of catched me by surprise. But yeah.
0: hmm Yeah, yeah. No, I liked it. I thought it was a good film. Um, I think I think it raised a lot of relevant themes, especially of what's going on today in London. But um Besides that point, you know, parts of it did remind me when I was growing up, when I was younger. And um, I guess what it does is it shows sort of like some of the paths that have been set out for some people and and, and the choices that they make growing up. Um, Koj, what did you think of it? I know you just watched it today, didn't you, for the first time?
2: Yeah, so obviously I think I'm I'm a bit, when some of these movies come out, especially the UK movies, I'm always a bit apprehensive watching it because a lot of the times he always kind of conveys kind of like messages and movies that we've seen in the past gang life and all those kind of stuff um, but I think um, just for the purposes of this recording and it's always something I wanted to watch anyway because apart from that it's really good just to support people within our community that are kind of doing well and um, rap man um, and so yeah I just wanted to watch it and today I went on Amazon and it was nine ninety nine to rent it so I just thought I'll just pay that and watch it and I must say initially it brought back a lot of like memories growing up you know but towards the end though, it was really quite sad and it kind of paints the picture of how some of these it kind of paints that picture a bit a bit it, it paints it a bit well but yeah it, it, I think yeah it left it left me with a lot to think about I would say it left
1: me with a lot to think about
0: yeah Mo you you watched it
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I watched it. I thought it was really good. Um, I think it was, you know, one of them moments of nostalgia where you're just remembering basically how things were back then and just realising how it closely related to you personally. Um, I think it was very well done. Um, I do give it to Ratman, He executed it really well. And um, it wasn't like your typical movies that have been out in the past where it's just nonsense, violence and guys just chatting shit the whole time and all that rubbish. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I
0: think, um, I think as well, I think for me, I think it definitely conveyed the fact that I guess people, because at the end of the movie, you saw that everyone that made certain choices and that, that there were no winners at the end of the movie, you know, and a lot of that was based on um, the decisions that a lot of the characters made going forward in, in terms of like, like, I guess the relationship between Bricka and Mada when they were younger, obviously as they grew up, I guess they became distant. And at the end, at the end of the movie spoilers here, you know, obviously Mada died, Bricker went to prison, Bricker's brother committed suicide. His mother, you know, has lost two sons as a result of that. Um, Mada's mum has lost a son. Mada lost his part, you know, his girlfriend when he was younger. So there were just there were so many losses, you know, that that have been conveyed in this movie. And I think a lot of that is a consequence of um of 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 the lifestyle choices that a lot of these people made. Um, I think in terms of like drawing me back to to when I was younger, um, yeah, definitely it definitely reminded me of, of 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 a lot of things. What what I will say is. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't really, I wasn't involved too much in, like, gangs and all that, but, like, I knew people, and I guess for me, I guess, my, when I was younger, I think, I guess I was just, I was interested in girls a
5: lot more, and that's definitely what, what (laughs) had me. Yeah, so, what, what, when I was watching it, actually, you're right, um, it's the choices that you actually make, it's quite sad how, or what we go through when we're quite young and the involvement that we'll get into because prior to me as well just on your kind of experience as well i was not in i was not involved into a gang but because i was surrounding myself with people obviously that's a temptation of being involved and also because people knew my faces around so that's also a part of like a, a huge a huge kind of like involvement if you know what I mean because sometimes whether or not you are involved because you're surrounding yourself in the circle that can cause uh an issue if you know if you if you if you understand my kind of like terms so so yeah kind of it kind of relate it quite relate a lot but what kind of helped me because I was more um, in, interactive with other things instead of just instead of fully fully engage with the people that I knew regarding um, violence or gang or anything like that. But what what the reason why I said that? To my understanding, sorry for the spoiler. The reason why I mentioned that it kind of catch me by surprise because we all know the end of the story of gang, but this one kind of twisted it and allow it to be. It's not only about gang, you know. Gang does not just start just like that. There has to be a reason why behind it. And then that u- reason why behind it is usually either you're a member of a family, they're part of a gang, or your cousin, or your friend. So you, as an individual, whether, because you don't have no choice, or certain circumstances has happened, maybe someone, your your partner, um, your, your, your member of a family or, or friends, something happens to them, you feel, as in your own, you need to take um, a stand, if you know what I mean. So within that stand, obviously the involvement comes into it and then you don't have no choice. Then you top yourself into a situation and then by the time you know it, you're looking back, there's no way for you to to stop the situation. It's, you've gone too deep, so deep, that it's, it's unbelievable. And then by the time you know it, the blink of an eye, you're gone, you're in there that's the fo- That's the funny thing about this kind of situation. That's why it catches me by surprise that how the relationship to friends based on just on the love,
2: basically. Yeah, no, I think, I think for me, there was a lot of memories, didn't it? Because the thing is, when you, when when growing up, there are certain stuff that it almost becomes, obviously, you're hanging around with certain friends and you get yourself in certain situations where it's like you're there isn't it? Like, if you imagine um, this mother boy, the situation that he finds himself in is that he actually lives in Lewisham and it's not like he was in a gang or anything. He just happened to know some of the people that he grew up with. And this is what kind of comes with these whole kind of postcode kind of stuff where sometimes you're labelled because you live in a certain area, you're kind of labelled as a ghetto boy or peckham boy or whatever. And it might not necessarily be that you are involved in such things. Even if you remember there was a scene where there was two boys There were like two boys on the bus listening to like um music or whatever not and they went on the bus and they asked the boys oh you guys are from Peckham or whatever and the boys were like no we're from Elephant and Castle or the other one even mentioned another area and to them it doesn't matter because you're from that area and it just doesn't matter whether you're in a gang or not you're just another black guy that lives in that area so so so, so I think a lot of people got involved in ways where They didn't have much control. A lot of people got involved because they just live in the area and certain stuff kind of found them or they got into altercations that they had to defend themselves, which then became part and parcel of this back and forth kind of um, issues. So I I, I felt like that that was interesting, how he painted, how he showed that a lot of people that were involved in this, it was not like initially their their choice to be part of a gang, but they were kind of labelled as part of a gang because they lived in the area. I'm wondering what you guys, growing up, if you guys ever had scenarios where someone approached you, or someone tried to attack you, or whatever it was, try one, to jack you or something because they for you, I don't know, peckham boy or whatever it is, or you're from fraud or anything like that. Did any of you guys have those kind of scenarios, or you guys were just on the Gallus movement?
1: Um, I mean, I think I know. I know one thing. That I, I I noticed in the film it definitely happened growing up was all the, you know, like, all the snaky movements, <laughs> like where guys yeah, were yeah, yeah, yeah. basically uh, if, you, if you're if you with someone and they know you, alright, cool, but as soon as you leave and you come with your friends or whoever, everyone there's going to try and rob your friend, and then full well that it's your friend or whatever, but they're still trying to do that shit.
3: Yeah, um, yeah,
1: yeah. I remember growing up, I saw that a lot, a lot, literally, like, a lot of the time it was to the point where I knew that Obviously, if I was going to go meet up with certain people and they were with other people, I knew as soon as that person was to walk away or something, like, these guys are going to try something. Like It was that deep. I just knew straight away they were going to try something. And yeah. there was a couple of times where that even happened to me, where I'll catch up with these guys. Um, oh, and there was one time I went up to um St. Saviour school. After oh, school. trouble, man. That's <laughs> actually playing ground, man. That's actually
2: playing ground. <laughs> you made
1: that placement. <laughs> and that was right next to obviously Chusa. I know them guys. Oh, trust me. And I see one guy, obviously, I knew. Um, but for some reason, he just, he just fell out with me. Um, he didn't like me no more, whatever. I don't know. And um, he told everyone, oh, yeah, he's a girl, you in it. He's a girl, you. Mm. Oh, he's a girl, he's a girl. <laughs> So, um, yeah, and, and oh, that was them times when we had, you know, the shot jackets, remember shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a yeah, shot jacket yeah, yeah. on, in it. So them guys thought, all right, cool, let's go try and jack this guy for your shot jacket. Obviously, I didn't have it. Did they beat you up? But, yeah, I got rushed. I got <laughs> rushed, bro. Seriously, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I had yeah. a cut on my, on my eyebrow, everything, like, proper. You know what, though? I, you know I, what I'm talking
3: about, about yeah? yeah?
1: You hear me? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Back in the day, yeah? When you think back, a lot of innocent brothers got rushed, you know. And mm. what makes it worse, yeah, this is the worst thing with, with our generation, even the generation before us and the one coming. There's no, We've had no healing from none of, from all of this trauma that we've, we've had. And we just get on with it in life. You, get, you see normal people, you see when I meet normal people and I told them my come up and we compare our come up, it's a complete magic, but I think it's normal. You know what I'm trying to say? And like obviously we're carrying a lot of pain and a lot of trauma and gang about our everyday life, you get me. So that's one thing I think that we have to always kinda of consider, you get me? Car oh. I remember a lot of bad a lot of things have happened to a lot of innocent youth, you know, and it's just yeah. one time and you never see them again. All right? That was their wake-up call <laughs> and then boom. That I try to say,
2: but no, it's 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 funny you mentioned that you mentioned the whole process is about healing and stuff because if we go back a bit back in the day and we see some of the friends around us we know a lot of people are not around didn't it for whatever different <coughs> reasons whether they pass away whether they're in jail or they ended up back home or whatever it was man so it's true that healing process we never really discuss it um as people that have come from such a background or experienced some of these things man and it's funny that Mo mentioned this whole um. When you are with people and stuff. Because I remember when I started, <laughs> it's funny when I think back in the days, bro. I remember when I started hanging around these guys, bro, where it's like, even making that trip to McDonald's in South here was a bloody huge thing. It's like you're going into a battle, man. Because <laughs> everyone that comes around that doesn't know you, like, who's this guy? Like, how do you yeah. guys know this guy? Yeah, so it's all that conversation. The minute someone's getting to order Big Mac and you're just sitting on that seat, bro, it's peak for you, man. Like, is it no, McDonald's on it, was it <laughs> McDonald's on Wolf Road?
3: Yeah, but I
0: yeah. yeah. yeah, nah, I'm <laughs> telling you, like it, it felt like that. It felt like that. Like it felt like like there were certain areas that were like no-go zones. Like I remember, like even McDonald's. like going towards McDonald's. It's just like you just had to you had to take a deep breath because you didn't know who this you is, were going to encounter. Yeah, but you you up, Known if you wasn't
4: known, McDonald's was a no-go zone. Absolutely hmm. no-go zone. Don't go zone you see right. me. I've grown up, I've grown up around Warthold, yeah, So that like, obviously it was our it was our it was our era that started that Warfall McDonald's thing. And I'm telling you from now, there's times I used to pull up at McDonald's. I'll see like you know, like the person I used to look up to on the wheelie or something. You know, like one of the one ends, I'll see him running around the chairs because one of the little cruddy little African <laughs> youth has <yeah? laughs> got it's been a madness with McDonald's. I'm thinking, fam, what's going on? And I'm just, you know what I mean? And I, hey, listen, so much times I've walked in McDonald's and I've just seen a madness This guy, Someone's yeah. certified getting violated. I what. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So that place there, it was bad school. It was, it was... It was man,
2: I, I, I never used to go there, you know, back in the day, because when we were in school and that, that's when McDonald's was really going off. I never used to go around there, from I had no reason to be... Is, is
4: that when you moved around there?
2: You, it's you, only you, when you, I moved over to Woolworth Road. That's when I started going around there. But before that, I wasn't going around there. I had no reason to be there, from That was mad for yeah. me, man. When I hear all these stories. Come on, man, you, you go back to school, yeah, and these guys are coming back with all these stories. Oh, do you know what happened? This happened to this person, that happened to... me it sounded like a movie from. It wasn't mad. It, was. it you sounded know, you, like a movie. But oh. you know what?
0: You know what? Like, you know, in, like, in Blue Story, like I remember there's one scene at the start when one guy was just like, he was just like, fuck this, man. It's like, you and I fighting over... You matter are fighting over streets that you don't even own. You own none of this, you know, but yeah, you want to yeah. sort of have that sort of territory. And I remember, like, I remember back in the day, I went to, like, um, a, a barbecue at Mitesfield I remember there was um me and a group of other people it was just like once couple couple guys came on their bikes and they're like, I think they must have asked one of the, one of us where we were from and one of, and someone said from Campbellwell. And the dude was like, Fuck it, I'm gonna lock this off. And he just rode off and came back about ten minutes later with like a bag of other people and they just had like bats, knives, and everything, and they chased us out. They chased us out from you know just, just because of where we said we were from, you know, and it's just like, these like these, look what, like, I don't know, like, you just, you just got to go through the logic in your head. It's like, you lot are fighting for what? Like, you're not on none of these streets, but yet, you know, you have this real sense of pride about like, protecting these these streets,
4: and I don't get it. I just never got it at that time. Yeah, it sounds, today? it's true that you say that. It's funny because what it is, I don't know how we inherited it, but one thing I will tell you, like, I didn't know why I didn't like getaways. I was just because, obviously, my elders, they didn't like getaways. So that's what it was. But one thing I knew is that I, I'm not really looking for trouble, but I know for a fact, if they catch me slipping, they're going to do me. Yeah. If I catch one of them, even innocent or not innocent, you know what I'm trying to say? Innocent or not innocent. Exactly what you said, um, Cam, yeah? You told them, you walking down back to your business and you telling them, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a normal youth, but I'm from Peckham. You ain't got no pass. You're going to get a beat down. You're, you know what I'm saying? They're going to do you in. So I'm thinking, bro, that fact there alone, I'm going to be, I'm a part of this.
3: Because
4: if I see one of them, I'm going to do them in as well. Because you're going to do the same to me. That's and, is,
2: and that's the point that I was making though, where sometimes it's just because of where you live. Like you just happen to live in Peckham or you just happen to live in Lewisham or wherever it is. And it's not like you're part of it, but if people, and, and, and the problem you have as is that when you live in these areas, you are going to know people that might be part of it because you grew up yeah. with them. That's just part yeah. and parcel of it, right? So someone walking down the road and seeing you with someone that they got beef with, it means that the next time that they walk down the road and they see you, they're saying that you are a ghetto boy, you're a and boy because, bruv, you're affiliated yeah. with someone, isn't it? And that's how certain people have to start being part enough. of this.
4: That's enough. And then, yeah, and then what cool. happens is, in- what happens is, this is the problem. I've seen it with my own eyes. A normal person will be rolling, but because he's rolling with people that are kind of non gang members, yeah, but this youth's innocent. He might get caught slipping because someone's seen him. He gets a beat down. Now he's changed. He's on stuff now. Because, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? He's changed his whole path. I've seen that so much times. Normal yeah. youth, scan church, whatever, just wanted to roll for one weekend. You know what I mean? Just one weekend, wanted to roll and got bad treatment. Now he's on, he's on smoke now because Janata yeah. I mean, Bees was yeah. violated. And I've seen man's life change just because of that one event. You know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, it's mad. Th- but
2: you, you just hit the nail on the head there because watching the Blue story, which I kind of caught up today, um, and there was um, one character in there called um, Younger Madder. And that's exactly what happened, where he's happened to live in Deptford or something. He's not really Go into back. all this Peckham and or stuff. Um, yeah. But what happened is he got beat down and his girlfriend but kind man, of passed got- away from that. And after yeah. that, that was it. Got That was treatment. He
4: you went, he went. Remember, yeah. that you, remember that you, coach. perfect example. Remember that you used the role of Charlie Boy, T- Timmy, Timmy, Timothy. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't on, yeah. on nothing. He wasn't on nothing for so long until when he got a beat down. And then he was the most yeah. dangerous shoot. He was the yeah. most dangerous shoot after a while. Yeah. That's when I said, you know yeah. what? When sometimes when you get too much, when you become a victim too much, this is what's going to happen. And I've seen so I've been- much.
2: But then you know what? Though adding to that, actually, even watching the movie, it feels like some of these people they get to a point where they feel like they have nothing to lose anymore. That's when they become dangerous, isn't it? Because it's like, bro, you know what? I don't have nothing to live yeah, for. Yeah, but that's like,
4: yeah, yeah, because yeah, because it's that victim narrative. You can't. How long you gonna be a victim for? Do you know what I'm trying to say? There's nothing worse. I've already had bad treatment, so I might as well be on crime. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That's how. That's how. That's how these I've already had bad treatment, so. What, am I going to continue to get a bad treatment? Remember, yeah. that's trauma, you know. It's trauma, fam. Mm. That's trauma, bro. You know what I'm trying I to say? You've, you. got five, they... you've got five niggas kicking you up in your head yeah. and you're on the floor and you getting beat. That's trauma, bro, no matter how tough you are. Mm. That is trauma. So after that is however you've got to do with it. Are you going to be on this thing or are you going to crumble? Most men turn on this thing. It's your you know what? instincts. You know what, though?
0: Like It's like even like with some of the kids that I represent, it's like I've represented a couple of them who've got knives on them. I remember one of them was saying to me. I remember he was like, I think this was like we were like halfway into the year, and he said like, four of these four of these friends had already died from knives, like knife sevens. and he said he got caught carrying a knife, and he said to me, he's like, look, like even if I carry a knife and I'm arrested, I'm still alive. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to die. <laughs> you know, I've had five of my friends die already. Police haven't been nothing's been done to protect them. So as far as I'm concerned, if I'm caught with a knife and I go inside, I'm still alive. That's that. That's, that's me. That's, the
4: that's, that's that's real. I go, I Go, Joe. Like remember, you have to understand certain man. Yeah, like even when, even when um our brother um told me that like you get to see the details, you get to hear the details. Then you sit down and you say to yourself, brother, that that can't happen to me. That ain't happening to me. So regardless, if I got a role of this or I got a role of that. Even if there's a risk of me going jaw, I am not getting that treatment. I am not putting my mum, that's what went through my head when I lost my brother. I'm saying to myself, I'm not putting my mum through that treatment. I mean, through that, um, that um,
2: heartache and my family. Because you see, you've seen it. I've seen it first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm that's, go that's, that's, that's the stuff, though. And I think you just, because obviously, when you're on that end where it's like, you know, you are involved in some of these things, in it, back and forth, whatever way you want to look at it. And then something like that happens to someone that's close to you, and you see the repercussions. So it's not just the action anymore. It's not just that person passing, but you see how it affects their family. You see how it affects the community. You see how it affects their friends. Yep. man. It's not the same, bro. I swear down. That was such an eye opening. Like that happening to our friend, like our close friend that we grew up with. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's hard to talk about. And obviously, it's like watching the movie. It's only when they got to that, those moments, man. And I was like, oh, this is bringing back so much kind of painful memories man thinking about so much painful memories because initially it just started off like you know back in the day jumping on the bus cracking jokes all these kind of like you know even cussing cussing each other and all those kind of stuff then it started getting a bit deeper because I remember even myself and Ashley we've been involved with people that we knew from school but when we say school the school that we went to though man who did you not know there like that school was just full of criminals, man. Everyone and anyone came from that school, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was like <laughs> and 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 Crack I of the think, killers. Oh from it was just too much, man. Like when you just go through the name role, man, you just be like, wow. All uh, right. Ash,
5: Ash, you mentioned something quite important. You mentioned um like the word H you say heritage. Where do you get this from? But the question is. How does it start, you know? With, I understand you're mentioning, oh, you see some of your friends, um, they are victims, and then at the same time, they, um, they, they're, they're innocent. By the time you know it, they, got, they get attacked. And, and then next, next thing you know it, they, they are one of the dangerous yeah. persons. But yeah, the question but because, is... Go on. Yeah, but the question is, where does it start off from? Where does it stop? Because the reason why I'm asking this question is because sometimes when you're really thinking about the environment or your community, I feel like sometimes when you're when you're vulnerable and also when you're lonely, you're not doing much, or maybe your your home, your home is not um, in a supportive. When I mean by supportive, yeah. it's like either your your mom is not there, they're working 24 hours, mm-hmm. or your siblings are part of that gang as well. Or you yourself, you're just, um, just bored, basically. Because, and then when you're bored, the next question is, is outside. And then from outside, then you start getting involved with people or with friends that have come out of a bad bad home. That's what, that's, yeah, the, but way, listen. that's the concept I'm seeing. it. Yeah,
4: but hear this now. Uh, let me tell you how it could start. Like, Ali, you know, you're old school, yeah? Back in the day, me and Kofi, we, we we used to roll in the ends. We were just normal, innocent guys that used to just play football. Normal. Yeah, no problems, no starting trouble, and that's it. But it comes to a point when you get older, you realise people around you, you all have like a a common en- enemy, if, if, if you like. Do you know what yeah. I'm trying to say? There's like a common enemy, and that kind of yeah. brings everyone together. And then it all starts yeah. off innocent. And two when you know what I'm trying to say. So for example, with those ghetto boys, like it was all innocent, it was all fun and games. You know what I'm trying to say. And two when they rush, I think they rush Kilo. in it cod? I think they got Kilo. That's when it was personal. So I don't yeah. know. Anything could happen because, as I said to you, what I said to you in the beginning, like it's just like even if you're not involved, from when you're from a certain area, there's a risk you could be going to college how much people used to go to college, go to college, there's bricky youths there, there's ghetto youths there, you know what I'm trying to say? And if just because you're from that area and you're just a normal youth guy in college, you might get bad treatment. So yeah. it could start from there, it could, you know what I'm trying to say? It could start from yeah, but but there. But then, yeah. but then also,
5: but then also, does it, does, it, does it also, is it also on your appearance? Is, the, is it the way that you dress? Is that how you're tracked?
4: Nah, man. Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes and no, because remember, remember the thing is crazy, though. Remember, these guys are crazy. You have to understand the self hate is so real. Because you see, if there's youths here, say if there's youths riding out, say ghetto youths are riding out impeccable, yeah? Yeah. They're only going to look for somebody that looks like them. Do you understand? That's
3: that's That's basically the
4: self hate. Yeah, but that's not my fault. That's your problem. I'm just in, yeah, just because I look like I'm on this thing you're going to move to me. Where if they see a normal, a geeky looking black you, that he doesn't represent, he doesn't look like them. So the self-hate ain't there. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? You have yeah. to, they will ride out on someone that's got a on that reminds them of themselves. And that's yeah. the deep sadness yeah. of it. That is the deep <laughs> sadness of it. They have to look yeah. for someone uh-huh. that, looks, that reminds them of themselves because they know what they're on. So they're thinking, this
5: shoot's on what I'm on. And you know what. So Funny fun, fun you raise that up. Funny you raise that up because when I was 18 years old, yeah, I was wearing loads of tracksuit and I was and I had I had my hair very long. As soon as I was 18, I caught I, I did, I changed, I literally changed my wardrobe. So yeah, I started I wearing jeans. Change. I started wearing, you know. And I, no, no, yeah, that's you know, that's I, know, just, I know, I, I know, know you did. Do. Yeah, yeah like, you're you're like, now you, you I like, you <laughs> remember
6: but
1: yeah, so. The old, the old been, town. No, but you down. I
6: changed, <laughs> but I changed know, everything.
1: But you know I, what, though? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I did, I did, I did want to come in, in in regards to the whole parents thing because I, yeah. I, I do want to advocate for the parents out there that it was not their fault. And even in the whole yeah. Blue story, it showed a mum that did everything they can for their child. And it really wasn't the parents' fault. And I, I can't really blame any parents because. The only thing they're victim of is they don't know how to raise a child in that environment. It was the environment that consumed the child or us when we was younger, as opposed to our parents. I'm sure everyone—I don't—I can speak for everyone here, but I'm sure their parents all did what they can for them. They didn't really yeah, encourage them to to go in that kind of lifestyle. But if you're if you're literally as soon as you leave your actual front door, and that is the environment you're in every day, mm-hmm. day in day out, from school, and when you before you get home then it's, it's, it's difficult to kind of avoid it or not get caught up in that stuff, if you get what I
5: mean. Um, I
1: understand what you're saying, Mo.
5: But in a way, your, your parents are still part of your upbringing. I'll give you an example. My parent, parent, my parent, any time that I bring something in a house, she will check. She will question me. She will just literally, on my case like a military. So I know best not to bring
2: anything in that house. So, okay. the reason so why can, I, I, can I just chip in? Can I just tip in here when Ali's done? I think. No, hold on. I don't want to see. See. I'll come the in why, you. The reason why, the reason why I brought
5: that up is because your parent is the most important, valuable in your home. Because if you're, if you're going out, you didn't bring anything. When you're, when you when you're literally leaving your house, you're empty, and then you're coming back in, and then you're full of some stuff. If your, if your is your, is your supposed to be questioning you? They have the right to question you. And then they have the right to search you. So if certain parents are not doing that, yes, they might be working 24 hours or they've got two jobs, fair point. But at the same time, still, your parents has to, they can give you food and put in the plate or whatsoever. But at the same time, they need to make sure that they're checking you. My mom in my room, she used to check every single time what I bring, what I don't. So in that kind of handset of it, I think that parents did, do have a... Um, a um, a very important role, and for, I can say now probably the the parents, the child the, the parents now that are quite young and having their young children, and then this is happening now. I kind of feel sorry for them because they are also a parent. They're also a, a, a young adult. So what what do they know best? So most of them like, and then most of them are single parent. So yeah.
1: Um, I, I didn't want to come in there quickly. Just say. I'll tell you now, I know personally, one of the wildest guys here, but whenever I used to go to their house, their parents were the strictest people ever. They had both their mom and dad. They'll say, yes, auntie, blah, 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 this, this, that, to the point where he would have to get me to come to his house and and, and ask his parents for him to come out. That's That's how strict his parents were. But I tell you now, this guy was the wildest dude ever. I remember in school, on the way home on the bus, He'll punch up girls, fam. That's how wild he was. Do you get what I mean? And I, w- I couldn't say that's the fault of the parents there. The parents said they could to be strict to that's this not That's not wild. That's
5: not wild. That is just crazy. That's what
2: it
1: is. That's not wild. <laughs> this
2: man. guy that's, just, shit. that's what I'm saying, They have no <laughs> idea that a child's like that. Look, nah, let me nah, just nah, come in crazy. here though. the, look, the point <laughs> I wanted to make though, yeah, I think it was two points, innit? I think obviously there is the whole conversation about the self hate that actually touched him, <laughs> which is really interesting, innit? Because. Yes, we live in a community where you don't necessarily want your children to dress a way that that's not a, it's not accustomed to them just to navigate these kind of stuff. If you're already yeah. on that journey and that's you, yeah. that's fine. Your child should be able yeah. to wear a hoodie because they want to wear a hoodie. They shouldn't have to kind of yeah. change who they intrinsically are just so that they don't get attacked or be, you know what I mean? So I think that's just one thing I wanted to touch on. Second one was on the parenting stuff, which Mo and stuff was touching on. And I know, for instance, for me growing up, like, some of the scenari- scenarios that you've painted, Ali, it was never about taking anything home. Because you need to understand, when you get involved in some of these things, yeah, and especially just watching Blue Movie, yeah, um, Blue Story, whatever, Not you start getting youngest. You have youngest there. There's girls around and stuff like that. So you need to get to a point where you don't necessarily need to take anything home. You could go home and ask more saying, auntie, mum, everything is fine. You don't smoke nothing. You go, and no one knows what's going on with you. But no one knows what you're doing outside. So I think, I think it's, it's a bigger conversation because for me, what I've heard all the time when people are talking about like bad parents and all that kind of stuff, and I'm not saying that's part, not part of the conversation, but what I'm saying here is that that's not necessarily like the be on end though, because there are a lot of people actually that we grew up with that came from a good home. Good homes, but they were still out there doing whatever not because as Ashley mentioned, at that time it was seen as fun until it got to a point where people are like, whoa, people are really dropping here. This ain't no fun. This is really real. So it is part of those conversations as well. People just don't join because they want to think. Sometimes they join because their friends are thin. Sometimes they feel like they're having fun and then it gets to a point where it's uncontrollable and they're, they're, they're in too deep, if that kind of makes sense.
5: Yeah, so, but um, what, 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 let, me, let me just under quickly. What I'm, what I'm trying to address here is, yeah, we need to be very careful how we're, how we're stating this properly because your coach, you're just saying that, okay, the, the person that is actually the bad victim Go home, do not bring anything, right? But it gives, gives the stuff to the youngest. And the youngest take these equipment or whatever, these tools, take it to their home. Likewise, they still got a parent, and that parent is supposed to still look at them and check up on them. So we need to be uh, very careful no, you how it's done. You can't always check. Them things can get slipped in anytime. No, I'm not, I'm not used to, I'm not used to to start like, what checking,
2: I'm not just I understand the point that you're making Ali but to start checking yeah, on your child that means the trust is broken in the first place. So yeah, the question you need to ask yourself is the trust uh-huh. broken. If true you haven't done anything for your for your parents to suspect that you're doing something bad then why would they be checking yeah. on you as if they, you you're in dotty, But that's what happens These like, like, you used to be holding the door easy is broken then we're talking about a different thing and that's what I'm actually saying people People Are taking all sorts of stuff in their house because their mums trust them, their parents trust them that they're not bringing anything thin that they got their heads switched on. Why would their parents be like saying, Oh, every time you come in the house, oh, let me pat you down or anything like that? They will not be doing that.
4: You know what makes it worse? The little you see the mandum, you see the gangsters and that, yeah? They will target those little good innocent youths, they'll target them the ones that are quiet, you know what I'm saying? The one that no one's gonna suspect, you know what I'm trying to say, even the little girls. You know what I'm say? These times you, under these beds, you've got a little mat 10 or something. I'll tell you, no no. Only then, Only then, time people find out these things, only time you have to understand how people find out these things, it's always come down to informants. It's always yeah, informants.
5: But then, but, then, that, but then at the same time, that's why when you have your children, you kind of involve with them a lot. You take them out for like holidays, you interact with them a lot because it always starts from home sometimes, you know? Yes. No, 80% no, no. Listen, time, yeah, I'm not
4: dismissing
5: that. 80 percent, yeah, 80 percent of the time, your your children, your child is at school, doing whatever they're doing, and the the, the teacher is part um, invo- um, interacts with them quite a lot than you. But as a parent as well, especially if there's both of you, you are supposed to fully understand the game out there, and especially when you're in that environment. But then flipping it on, the, on the other side, I feel like this environment has been embedded. And it's, I feel like it's part of the, 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 the situation where they want it to happen. Because when you look in Caucasian, for example, if I live in, in, in Chelsea, around Chelsea or Sloan Square, the environment there is totally different to where I am living, if I'm living in, in Suffolk or, or Lambeth. You know what I mean? So in that kind of um, aspects of it, there's a reason why it is where, how it is, because of the environment.
0: Yeah. I mean uh, going back to the point about how people get involved in this I think Blue Story does illustrate that and, and, and it shows like different journeys because I think with um, in Bricker's case he only got involved in it for his brother I remember when I saw the movie and I was just like this brother's the worst role model of of, of anything like, like he just like who trying to encourage his younger the brother? What, to
4: what, the youth that ended up in a wheelchair. Yeah, man.
0: I was like, are you trying to get your younger brother involved in this stuff
4: for? Like, you yeah, but could
2: that's do normal. That's what we see. But we it's, see it's, that in the community nuts. all the time. It's just It's true. It's yeah, But that's all they know. It's it's funny. Like that's all they know. They just grow. They just grow up, and it's like, oh, we hate this area. So anyone that's with me, you have to be with me. How can you be my brother and you're not with me like that? That's all they know. And of course, yeah, watching it, watching, watching it like that, you're like, how can you even like, bring your brother into these kind of stuff? But him at that point didn't feel like he was doing anything bad. It's a norm to them. It's a norm. <laughs> that's it's the crazy, crazy part of it. It's crazy. That's the crazy, crazy part of it, man. And then it's funny because when you watch it a bit further down, then you see that his bigger cousin who lived in Tottenham was the person that actually got him involved in all this in the first place. So it yeah. feels like he's been passed down from generations where his bigger cousin got him involved, then he got his brother involved. And obviously, when he gets into certain situations, he's now thinking, why did I do that? It's, it's my, I'm, I'm the reason why my brother is, like, involved in all these kind of stuff, do you know what I mean? And by that time, it was too late. So, so it's, it's, it's funny, but I, I, I just like to go back to the story, and, and, and that's the thing. I think back in the day, maybe even people around us might not have seen what each person was going through because I know for me personally, a lot of the times coming out of my house before was it was crazy. You know, I know that I'm going to meet Ashley Kofi and stuff and we're going to go somewhere and I know, yeah, it's almost like I could have guaranteed that something's going to happen. Actually, am I lying? <laughs> but it's like, you, you know, you, like you walk down the street and it's just like, and it's crazy and you know what, obviously now that I'm old and stuff, I just feel like it's crazy how I used to put myself in such such um scenarios, how I used to put myself in those situations. It doesn't make sense to me now. Like seriously, like, why would anyone do you know, that? Kids, you know, my kids, you know, my kids, you them times, man, trust me, my mama
4: was, it was right or die. That's the way it was. was right or die, you know, Listen, there was nothing
6: not
4: not there, <laughs> was not there it was nothing there. Not there for you to say, all right, cool. Obviously, yeah, you had that little, little something in your mind to say, yeah, I'm having reckless. But come on, coach. you know, once we made a decision, we, we was all in, man. Come on, man. That was it. It was all in. It was all in. That's all we knew. There was no gang back. Like, we tried to go to college it didn't work out. It was all in after that.
2: Well, talk for yourself, man. I, I finished, man. I like that. Don't
4: chat, man. Don't chat, man.
2: <laughs> man. I'm talking
4: dead, by waste, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't now so, I know what um, you mean, though.
5: Um, my, question <laughs> here, my, my question is, My question is, yeah. How do we change this? How do we change this conception of... Our our own generation, our own children. How do we change this mindset? That's, yeah,
4: that's,
5: that's, a, that's a complex,
4: a very complex question. question.
0: Very loaded, because yeah, it's like yeah, train, there's train, so, right, many, exactly. there's so many different things. There's so many different things. So
4: many factors. Yeah, so many factors towards that. So many factors. I don't know but me personally. One thing I do know, my opinion and my theory, why these kids are so violent now. Is because they're, um, you know, this whole narrative of like, you know, you can't fucking hit your children and you know, the discipline and all of this. And you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So that year has yeah. made, made these kids more, 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 snow. you know, that, that term they say snowflakes. Yeah. So they're very, they're very fragile and sensitive. So in turn, with these guys, they're not on these physical, they're not on no physical combat, they're on nothing. Hence why. They've got the most dangerous weapons and knives to, 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 to cause maximum damage because they don't want no physical contact. They're not involved. They're, and, 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 and the reasons why they're doing these things, why they are murdering each other, will be the same reason why me and Kojo will be walking on Wolf Road and some youths looking at us funny will end up punching them up. That's as bad, that's as worse as it gets. But these youths are putting knives in each other's chest for the same reason. Because of their cowards, there's no there's no masculinity anymore. They're not on this fighting thing anymore. They're, everyone's scared to get bad treatment. You know what I'm trying to say? It's, it's yeah. all that. And yeah. and that's why that's my opinion with these youths when it comes to this cow. Because remember, I've got little cousins that are active. I've got little cousins that are active, and and, and I can tell your a story. Two of them got into a lot of madness with each other. They were arguing amongst each other, and then they put me on the freeway call, and then one of them were talking about, oh yeah, I'm gonna get my knife for you. And then the other one was talking about a gun. And I, and I come in the conversation. I was like, "Raw, you two's, you two's mums are, are, are sisters. And you lot, you lot had a disagreement about something. And one of you lot talking about knives. And others was talking about guns. That's why I hate your generation. You lot can't fight. Not one of you lot mentioned, let's go, let's go into the cage and have a one-on-one. Not one of you mentioned that. It's straight maximum damage. And that comes down to being a coward. That's my opinion. And this is what all these little youths mentalities Cause us, look, we never came up like that. Yes, it got to a point. Yeah, but you had Ash, to carry a knife. You know, Ash, it got, got to a boy. point
2: where there was no fistfights when we were going up, bro. There wasn't no fistfights, bro.
4: Man, they, yeah, but no, but listen, you really fights, bro.
2: no you know the point I was trying to make. It. Man would get
4: man would get chinged up for ser- it. Would be a serious reason, though. More time. It got to it, it. They weren't. We weren't murdering people just just because you're from the other side. Let's be real you know what I'm yeah. trying to say did you murdering people because from from things that we will rush man for
2: yeah now obviously as you say in it things change in it um, as I, I, th- I think i think i the, think the thing with life is that people always have to take it to the next level in it and um, because people are trying to kind of like make a name for themselves and all those kind of stuff but i think regarding the whole kind of discipline in the house and maybe smacking your child whether that's a good thing or that's the way to discipline or that whole masculinity aspect of it i know growing up that there were kids that came even from the caribbean and they were wild and i know that in their household they were getting smacked i know the same from kids that came from africa that were getting smacked in the house but they were wild as well so I, i don't necessarily know whether that is going to give that kind of like structured kind of way that these, these youths will stop kind of murdering themselves or anything like that. I think for me, really, the biggest thing, I, I, I do understand a lot of what Ali is saying, and I, do, I totally agree. I think parents have a big role to play. I also feel like the community has a big role to play. Um, I've kept on saying this from time. The whole idea of this whole kind of no-snitching culture, <laughs> yeah, and people might not want to hear this, but this is kind of, it enforces these kind of actions as well. Because I know back, back in the day growing up, there are people, you do things, people are doing things in broad daylight and nothing is going to come of it because the community that you live in, no one is going to talk. So if someone is been yeah, dropped dead a, or... That, that, money, that no stitching, you're right.
4: That no stitching, This is the It's a curse. Right.
2: It's a curse. Yeah. This, it's a curse because for me growing up in Ghana, when I was really young, but Ghana, I used to hear thieves and stuff, yeah? And when they catch you, they're killing you. Like, yeah, I wanted to say yeah, yeah, that there is no play playing, with there's all no these playing, kind of yeah. trying to be a bad boy and all those kind of stuff that's not entertaining. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. to be on the level of bad boys that these youths are doing, you need to like abscond from the community. No one knows your whereabouts, you're doing stuff that no one knows about. Because if people know about that, it's not really washing, do you know what I mean? So, I feel like, yes, the parents are part of it, but when you look at it and you look at the government and you look at, as a parent, the rights that you have of, of your, of, on your own child. Like, you know, your child will go to school, they'll be giving leaflets about if 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 these certain stuff are going on in the house, call us and all these kind of stuff, because the government also tries to be a parent um, over that child. So you have that battle of certain parents that, certain first generation, like um, African parents or Caribbean parents that came here and only had one way of disciplining. Their only one way of disciplining would be smacking. Now you come here and then you find out that you might not be able to discipline that way. And they find it difficult to kind of like, Change that. They find it difficult to adapt. Yeah. So a lot of them, t- I saw happen. The children might end up in like foster care and stuff like that. And any child that goes into that kind of road, that's it. That's the end of it because there's no structure any longer. They're on road doing all sorts of craziness. There is no structure in the household. So for me, I'll say yes. The parent is one. Two is like the whole idea of the governance of the child and who actually kind of like is meant to be bringing up the child. Uh, The biggest thing to me is the community And the powers or this whole No-snitching culture that I've kind of mentioned And there are are other things that I can't comprehend or get my mind around Like, for me, talking about These things seems like such a long time ago And I cannot understand I can't say that it's the same playing field Everything has kind of moved on These kids are thinking different things that I might have been thinking about when I was young Like myself and Ashley or whatever And I'm not close to that kind of stuff to really know Where this problem is kind of even coming from
0: um now, what do you think about um like the whole question of schools and like keeping like uh, kid kids that they would consider unruly really in the schools? Because I, I think there's always a saying that when you suspend a child or expel a child, you might as well give them their first date at court. Yeah, but that's, where, that's yeah. where they're going. They're going straight to court, yeah. and yeah. and and it's like almost like the schools is washing their hands of what they're saying. This is a problem, we don't want it, and we just you know we're gonna wash our hands off it. So, I mean, what, what role do you think schools have to play in, in terms of like, because obviously, you know, obviously once that child's expelled, it's that saying that like, idle hands make for the devil's work. That child has nothing else to do. And, you know, if parents are at work, then there's no structure or routine that's being been put in place. So they're able yeah. to sort of get up to, to, to all sorts.
2: Now, it's a good point, because if we go back in the day, I wonder all these people that were doing, how many of them were actually expelled from school? I know a lot of them were expelled from school. But one thing I was going to mention, though, that it's funny because it's funny you mentioned that because being part of the whole governing body for a school, one thing the school doesn't want is the amount of, like, misbehaving kids in that school because it brings down the overall statistics for that school. So sometimes the kids are looked at as a stat. It's like, oh, we have that one child. It's not like we try to find out what the kind of, like, surrounding issues or the kind of environment that this child is living in as to why they're doing that. It's just more like right oh, we have this one child do we really want to have this child in the school and it's funny um, actually i hope you don't mind me mentioning this but i think when you did some you did a a park thing for you did you did like a what was it when you did that part in the park and I, I had a conversation with your dad and because i know that your dad is involved in the whole kind of like if a child is in secondary school and they kind of like they sent i forgot the name of where they take them but there is like a scheme where they have to go through the yeah. scheme. And I know actually is that kind of supports doing that. And I was just having a conversation with him around what he felt about that. Because as you mentioned, Cam, I feel like once the children don't have that kind of grounding, remember when you're in school, you start from nursery or reception all the way to uni. You know what, what is expected. You have that structure around you. So all of a sudden, if you're in secondary school, or whatever age you are, and you come out of that loop, what are you? Are you a man now? Are you meant to be working out for yourself? What What, what does that actually look like? And a lot of them, as you're saying, they get into all these kind of because so, so, imagine that you were misbehaving and now you have all this time on um, on your hands. It's only going to be worse if you ask me personally. So it is interesting the school's role in this, but then also as a parent, you need to ask yourself the question that if you are a parent and you have a child in that school, how would you want the school to deal with the misbehaving kids at that school?
5: It's quite, it's quite, it's quite, um, it's quite catching that you brought that up, Cam, because um, um there's quite a lot of factors into that because i i i, I personally believe that um individual childs regardless they're bad or their behavior is worsened i don't i don't think that they should be expelled personally because once they start once they're giving them that 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 one step ahead of them ex- expelling them from the school what happens they become lonely and they've become like they're not part of the community or the society anymore and then once that happens, then by the time you know it, as what culture just addressed, their whole life, they start stacking stack it. And it's kind of like a trauma kind of um, um, situation. So that trauma builds up. And then the hope, the hope is kind of died. The hope is dying because they feel like they're not achieving within the school um, from from, kin- from nursery all the way to university. So they feel like they they haven't achieved. And obviously, and then they feel like at the same time they might not able to get um the the, the, the degree that they needed for school or for me for 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 work related. And then by the time you know it, they are their mind is somewhere else. So it's kind of interesting how you brought that up because um school, I think the 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 the, the government Regardless of what the, the situation is for an uh, uh, individual student, I feel like they should give... Because sometimes the key point of of someone that behaves badly is not because they want to behave badly. It's because they want to be known. They want to be noticed, you know? Some, some children has this kind of um, 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 approach that they need to be... Everyone needs to know them. They need to... Because um, for me, for example, I'll give myself a perfect example. When I was in school, when the buzzer goes off in school, right, my name is always announced. It wasn't because I was a bad kid. It's because I just like to be known. I like to be noticeable all around the school, the teachers. And then you get teachers as well that actually put you down and say, you know what, you're going to become working in McDonald's or you're going to become doing this kind of stuff. But then at the same time, I flipped it around. You know, It's not because I was a bad kid. It's because I just like to be known. And I want the, te- this, this, the, the teacher to know me that I'm about, and at the same time, for me to strive. Some 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 students, some, te- some 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 students are very quiet in school, and some of them are very loud. So because the ones are very loud, doesn't mean that they should be isolated or they should be expelled or because they're causing tro- trouble. No, it's not that. Actually, the people that actually most of them are very. Noticeable, those are the ones that actually go far in life because they've got that energy, that character, that that they're like a military, and 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 that's what the environment people want. They don't want every single time a children to be quiet. So I think personally, it's a wrong mentality, and I think that the government hasn't hasn't really worked very hard or give a lot of um a, a put a lot of scheme for children that in that kind of environment because it's really sad that you're taking a child in one environment and placing him to another environment that they don't even know about and then there's the challenges and then how do they come out of it some of them don't even come out of it some of them just um um, um drop they drop and drop and drop and by the time you know it, their life is so damaged and destroyed
2: now but i think i was just going to add to it and um, there was a report um i went to like a governor's meeting last year and there was a report that was carried out I think they had, like, an independent body um, do a report into their school exclusions um, to see why a lot of black people, or I don't know what they they call it, BAME or BAME, yeah.
0: BAME, yeah.
2: Yeah. And students were kind of getting um, excluded in schools. And I think what the report kind of found out was that, first of all, there isn't kind of like a uniform kind of like um, criteria for why a child should get excluded. So it's pair it's choices made by the headmaster or headmistress um, regarding how they feel about that specific situation. So there the isn't more kind more of a uniform.
4: Racist. Sorry?
2: Racist. Huh? Oh, so the school,
6: the school look, look, system look, look. is it's not up. help us at all from the, from the get-go. Maybe not primary school, but once you hit secondary school, you've already got, like, what, teachers? with their own perception. Because remember, we think about a lot of the stuff that we know today, right now. We didn't know that when we were growing up in school. You just assumed that if you went to school, you get good grades, you're gonna get a good job. So you the, mindset, knows, the mindset of the
3: people there? That- yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah, I'm telling key, you. Though. Some
4: some teachers had
2: issues, you know. I'm yeah. telling you. Brother. No, but so then it's, it's, and and this is what this is basically what I was saying with the report, but because because yeah, you need God. to understand that the whole exclusion thing is a blanket thing, isn't it? So as you're saying, if 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 a, t- a teacher is racially biased or they have stereotypical views of what black people to put a child excluded. Yeah. The other thing that they mentioned as well was to do with the culture. Um, now the culture part of it, and I remember this vividly, is right like when I started working in my company. Um, I used to have um one of my friends, one of you guys, uh, a black guy, you must say, and obviously we used to banter. We'll, we'll, we'll just be like, kind of, like they, they thought we we're arguing So it, as, imagine we're just bantering yeah? And everyone in that office Thought we were arguing That we don't like each other And I was like no, this is us This is fun for us Like this is jokes This is banter You you, 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 you in Francis No, me and Robert man You remember Robert The big guy Like a bit stocky in there Or well, the tall one? Okay. Yeah the tall one so, therefore, we're arguing. And they i thinking, why would we be arguing? So, a lot of the times, the culture and that barrier for them as well, you, you need to remember a lot of these teachers, they come in outside London. They've never yeah. experienced the London culture before as well.
5: So, so they, don't that they,
2: don't get the, they don't get the energy.
5: No, they don't. And they're quite young as well. They're quite young. Yeah, that makes it worse. Yeah, yeah, it makes it worse. They don't get
4: the energy.
6: But are they, they really, are they really young? Because yeah, think about how, how old the, are you. A lot of the teachers are, you know. I think about how old are they. You
5: mean? About twenty. They're about twenty. Mid
6: twenty. Mid twenty. That's fine. That's a career job. Think, think about when you finish uni. How old are you? You're twenty-one. Twenty-one. Twenty-two. Yeah? 22
5: 23. And you go,
6: and then if you want to become, and when you want to become a teacher, you start off as a teacher assistant, right? How old are you? Yeah. Yeah. You're In the class, what twenty-four? Yeah. 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 So that's not young. Yeah. That's actually no normal age. Alright. The, the reason, why, look, you're, you're, the reason you're why, you're probably saying they're young in terms of they're in a boisterous school, but you have to take that situation out and actually. No, I know no, we're going off topic, you, but I'm just saying that's no, not... No, 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 you're not. You're not, young you're, not no. you're
5: not, you're not. Let me address it properly, clearly. The reason why I mentioned, the, yeah. the, 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 I stated that they're young. One, experience. And two, like what Cam does as a lawyer. When you finish your degree, Cam, correct me if I'm young. When you finish your degree, you do a law school, right?
0: Yeah, you go to law school.
5: Yeah, and in that law school, worth roughly about a year or so, No.
0: It's a, a, a year full-time,
5: yeah. Exactly. Then when you're done out of that, you've acc- accumulated experience. And then on top of that, you have to have like a ticket, no? Like setting curriculum.
0: You train for two years yeah. and then... Yeah, um, exactly. Exams ...along the
5: way. So by the, so by the time you're done with all of, all of that, right, you're, probably, you're roughly what, about 25-ish or something like that? What? Right? Yeah,
0: about Pretty 25, much. 26, yeah
5: exactly then then you start going in into the environment so i think um teachers need to have that same principles because when you're starting from 21 or 22 and then you're straight away doing a, a teacher assistance and then by the time you know it within 23 24 you're you're teaching a, a, a student the age of what 14 years old 15 years old you're kind of the same as them your mentality is kind of the same and then and then you're learning from the from the books but teachers,
0: teachers, teachers, do they do they do complete a postgraduate um, study? I think they do the PGC.
3: Yeah,
0: they do that for a year. They study that for a year before they go into the class classroom. Yeah. But so I, I think, I they, think can com- they can combine it I with classroom experience.
5: Enough. I think it's not enough. Personally, I that's the. I, I
2: think I think the problem is regardless of age, if you are racist or you're you have stereotypical views and you're biased in that you are, regardless of experience or age. And that, yeah. that, that's a that's for problem. kind of occupation that you're that's in. It, exactly. No, you're right,
5: you're right, you're right,
2: yeah. You're right, you're right. That's what it is, because it's the decisions that these people make, that's what affects these kids. It's the decisions of looking at something to say, oh, you know what, they were just playing around, oh, they didn't even mean anything, they were just joking around or whatever. But you're seeing it as an aggressive behaviour to start saying that this boy is always aggressive, this boy is always this, this boy is always that. That labelling... Once you start getting that labelling, you just get to a point, oh, they're going to blame me anyway. And then it gets to a point, and I have one, one little cousin that, if something happens in the school, he's the one that's blamed. And even sometimes I find it difficult because they blame him all the time. And certain times he's saying to me, Kojo, it's not me. I haven't done anything. And I'm like, but oh, do I believe you? Or because you've got this title now. And I, and I fully understand that. So I remember when his mom, his mom was going to speak to the teachers and I said to the mom to say to them that, look, I understand that you guys keep saying this about my child and all that stuff, but you cannot, not everything that happens in the school with this involvement is his fault. And you need to label that, that you don't want to get to a point where you guys are victimizing my child because that's how he's feeling like. Because you don't do no investigation. Something happens and it's just like, oh, it's so-so and so because that person has been the rough person in, in class or whatever. Not You know when p- child, children pick up that reputation and they yeah. end up living their whole life with that reputation.
5: Uh, let, me, let me, let me, let me. Let me add into that as well. There's two points I wanted to say. When you mentioned that, yeah, about blaming, first of all, as soon as, this is what I think um, um, brown skin, multi colours like us that need to get this in our head, especially us that are young parents right now. Once your child has been blamed, first thing, in first encounter, once they've been blamed, go to the school, don't dismiss it. Go to the school, both of you as a family, go to the school, Make sure that you're present and, and address the situation clearly with the head teacher or the teachers. Make sure. Because what happens here, when, they don't, once your, par- when your parents is not involved, then the teacher or the head teacher has the right, they think they have the right to blame the this, this student again and then again and then again and then again. By the time you know it, it's just your, your child that is always being blamed. That's the reason why the Caucasian are very different from us. Once, because Caucasian children, they very, they can be very dismissive, and they can very, they can very go in cause so much so much trouble in school. But because they're Caucasian, they get away with the murder constantly. But what what flips it in the other side? Yes, it's part of races, but also the parents, they usually come to school regardless. They will take the day off from school from their work. And and they come to the head teacher or the teachers, and and then the proper address the situation, and then from there, by the time you know it, the situation is died off. But us, when our children has a problem, we don't even go to the school to to solve to solve the situation. We just leave it to the children, let them go and sort it. And then you continue, and then it escalate, and then escalate, and then escalate. By the time you know it, that's it. That's oh, don't get
4: twisted. Listen, don't get yes. twisted. Don't don't pray pray yeah. let's not let's don't not mess up like. <laughs> Some parents yeah, no, yeah, are on some parents are on smoke, but they will go to the head teacher and stick it on them, and then after that, they yeah. will know that teacher knows that that their mom is one of those ones that's on smoke, and they will not fuck with that child I'm telling you, but I've seen it. Look at happened with Gavin's mum and, and whatever yeah. bro, I'm telling you, bro, yeah. they don't want, if your' child, if they know that your mom's involved, they don't want no smoke if they see that oh, your' child char- you know yeah, if they, they yeah see that you're they, one of those ones that your parents don't
2: care then yeah, you might get picked. out ah, Also, sometimes, yeah, I think when you get to secondary school, some of these parents lose that kind of ground of knowing what's going on with their child. Because I remember in secondary school, there were stuff that was happening that I didn't want my parents, you know? There could be <laughs> me parents, parents meeting. I don't even tell my parents. I don't even tell them. I don't want them to come. I just want to go by myself. Mom, I remember sure. vividly. Yeah, because it's like, who wants their parents there, man? Oh, is your that your parents' evening was... My mom evening. That was my biggest stress concern back I'm in the day. Parents I even my mom there. Teachers I want my mom that. there.
3: Oh,
2: you know? And, and that's the thing. So, Ali, what I'm trying to say is that a lot of the times when we're putting the thing on the parents and stuff, yes, I understand the parents need to know what's going on in their children's life. But these kids, they get to a certain position where... They, they, they don't give their parents that information for them to be aware in the first place. And that's, co- that's secondary school. Imagine you get to college. That's the end of it. College, that's the end of it. Teachers don't... I'm, I'm even shocked now that one of my cousins, the teacher keeps calling us when he misbehaves. That That's crazy. That's unheard of. Teachers don't do that in college.
0: Yeah, so that takes us to the end of this discussion. I guess we're all trying to just kind of just incorporate our upbringings with the themes in Blue Story. and And I think there are a lot of relatable sort of themes that that we we can look upon in terms of like how we were how we grew up and the things that we saw and and even just like, like how how i guess how we're raising our kids as well and and you know how i guess we could sort of i guess try to i don't want to say protect them but sort of like advise them and sort of ensure that they make the right the decisions in terms of going forward. Um, I think there was a lot of like interesting sort of um, viewpoints from different people, especially people that have experienced certain things. Um, and I think they were able to sort of impart a bit, a bit of knowledge based on what they went through. I guess what, watching Blue Story, what it did do is it, 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 it erupted a lot of the feelings that you may have felt growing up from that time it reminded you of those moments and and how it felt because i think because we're in our 30s so it's been a long time so sometimes seeing things like that sort of bring up those feelings that you might not na- not be able to tap into um and so I, I i definitely i definitely took something away from this um but i guess just close enough does anyone else want to chime in add something?
1: Yeah, um, I I just want to say, yeah, I I think it was good kind of obviously getting a kind of aspect of how everyone individually kind of grew up and how that whole Peckham and Ghetto thing was something that was very um, prevalent in our lives in some way or form, uh, whether you weren't that involved in the particular gangs in that way, but you were around in that environment. Um, I did want to also just talk on the whole you know how there's been this whole argument of all these gang films and stuff like that. It's not good for the community and all of that stuff. Um, I would say with that blue story, it kind of gave you a different aspect to look at it. So it just kind of basically put the empathy side whereby you can kind of get some idea how some kids may caught up or be, or end up in those circumstances. And it's not as mindless, as um, the media or most other peoples might want to portray it in that sense, so it's something I definitely encourage a lot of people to watch, um, mainly because it's something I would say I could definitely see a lot of aspects of it in from my growing up in South London, um, and yeah, yeah, I, I think it was um, it was it was a good film in that sense, yeah. Yeah, Coach, you want to add something? <coughs>
2: Um, yeah, no, I think I think you, you guys have kind of wrapped it up quite well, really. Um, I'm always a bit apprehensive about watching these kind of gang movies because I'm on that I'm on that side of let's not kind of preach some of the negative aspects of our community. And regarding kind of like the imagery that we show of like a young kind of black youth living in the UK, it's almost all the movies are kind of painted like that. So I was really apprehensive about watching it. But I think watching it kind of took me back to my own kind of upbringing and there were kind of like stories in there scenes in there that brought laughter scenes in there that almost kind of took you back to you being in such situations and there were certain scenes in there that brought back a lot of pain as well a lot of sadness and because of people close people around me that kind of lost their life and just and just kind of reliving some of these things or some of these kind of scenarios that we kind of find found ourselves in and stuff was just quite painful but i think overall um i'm quite obviously i'm I'm here and stuff so i'm quite glad that we've all been able to navigate these kind of like kind of like environment that we all kind of grew up in and we all kind of here now to be a testament of that and i think it's one thing that you mentioned cam it's not necessarily to say that we'll be able to like restrict or almost like our children might not be affected by some of these things but I just hope that because we have been around it and because we know we will be able to guide them a bit better um, than maybe our parents who were not really used to that environment. So that's what I'm just kind of hopeful for, especially with my journey of um, being a parent, just being able to guide and be there for my kids a bit more because of what I kind of experience. And hopefully trying to make the community a bit better just to support people that might find themselves in such situations as well. So, yeah, I think that's what I will just like to add to this.
5: For me, for my understanding of all this is that, as what we all ad- addressed, is um, certain part of our lives. Everyone has a role, and that is whether it's your your parents, that is whether or not it's your community, that's whether or not it's your friends. Mm-hmm. I think everyone is involved has a role, and um, it's very important to when situation is happening or are, hap- are they, they're happening, I think there need to be a consequences. And I feel the punishment within what is happening or are happening, the consequences are not harsh because one member of us made something important that if he was in Africa, there is consequences. For example, a simple thing, you go and steal something before you even get to to your parents' house. um the the community will also flag you and then on top of that your neighbor will flag you and then when you get to your mom's house or your parents house your member of your family will flag you like your uncle and then on top of that your your mom will flag you or your dad will flag you so when you sum up some some sum up all of that up you realistically do not want to go through that that trauma because obviously you're 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 scared that something's going to happen but I feel like within this, where we live, in this environment where we live, there's no consequences. So therefore, children or or, or whoever it is, they feel like they have, they have the obligation that they can feel like they can do anything and they're not going to be no repercussion and no one's going to be uh, 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 accountable for the situation. So that's why I feel like if there is probably a procedure that takes in place, I probably think that maybe most of this stuff that is happening half of it won't be done won't happen and but there there is a hope and and that hope is for us young young parents that are growing up has been through that experience and in that environment need to perhaps um educate i mean, probably that's the word that's the terms i want to use educate our our young our young um individuals to to show them and let them realize there's other path of ways, not only just one area, that is just what people thinking, that is the the only exception of of life. There's better life, and there can be. And I hope within this part of it that we all kind of embrace that. So that's what I want to sum up, sum up on my side of it.
3: Uh, uh, Kofi, I know I know you weren't really in this episode, um, but definitely you need
0: to join us for for other things.
3: in future. Yeah, one
0: hundred percent. Sorry, guys, I missed it. Um, daddy duties, but yeah, next time I'm definitely there. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, man. And so this is like this is our first like visual sort of uh, episode, so this will be going up. So uh, please ask everyone to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, you can find us at the LDM Perspective Um, you can also find us on Instagram at the LDM Perspective same thing on Twitter at the LDM Perspective and if you want to email us about any topics to discuss um, you can email us on ldmperspective at gmail.com
2: please subscribe I'm doing a thumbs up you might not be able to see it (laughs) yeah
1: man
5: Perspectives, different views, one one voice.
2: voice. One voice. One voice. One voice. One voice. One voice.